Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Ned's back. E-Society Podcast, Skate Edition. Um, doing audio this time, not going to be video. There'll probably be a video on TikTok once I, once I get this all put together and everything. But, um, you know, the, the first few episodes I've done, I did an unboxing, and then I just did uh, short stuff. Um, but now I am here with uh, one, of bro- one of my brothers I grew up with since uh, the 80s. I, you're much younger than me, and I believe you were in junior high when I met you and everybody else that we were skating with. But uh, I got my homie Juan uh, with me right now. For those of you that are, that are listening, he would, what was that show you were on? It was like a year or so ago. Skatefulness. Yeah, them. The, you were going by what, JC? Yeah. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Juan and I, JC, well, you're Juan to me. Man. <laughs> so, but we, um, I met you when you were going to Bret Hart. Uh, we grew up uh, together in Oakland, and uh, we had skate jams at the local junior high across the street from my house, like every Friday, and just bombed everywhere hills berkeley benicia embarcadero san francisco hills and all that but um since we had both moved out of the bay area i am still out of the bay area but uh juan moved back home he moved down to mexico for a few years and now he is back um when we when uh when we were skateboarding um I think you were like in eighth grade, I believe, when I met all of you guys. So when did you actually start uh, skateboarding, like taking it seriously? Like in ninth grade, I started taking it serious. Like uh, it was a culture shock because I went to like Catholic school and like I started listening, like the older kids listen to metal and everything. And I remember one of them had like a slasher and I was like, oh, I want to do that. And like in Catholic school, I didn't really have a chance to do that. And once I hit like public school in Bret Hart, I was like, oh, man, it's on. I got like to listen to new music, got to skate every day after school. And that's when I started getting serious about it. I had a weak ass Nash board. But then when I hit <laughs> junior high, I think I got my first board. It was a Caballero. Which one? The one with the dragon. Okay. Like the reissues that we were just talking about, like the dragon one. Okay. Wasn't the uh, the big giant sh- gunship the one? I, I think that was like, it's, if it wasn't his first model, it might have been his second one. I have one of those. My son, um, he found one somewhere, and it was it's cracked, but he just grabbed it for me. He goes, here, I think you'd want this. And I was like, what is it? And he was digging through his boards, and he pulled it out. I was like, whoa. So... Yeah, I got that one hanging on the wall in here in the studio. But um, when when we grew up skating, I I think I started skating with Phil and Terry first. If you remember the two little uh, Chinese guys that they used to ride with, they lived like down the street from me. Yeah, and, they lived on the other side of Bret Hart. You could see their house through the fence. Yeah, that was uh, their mom's house. Their dad lived uh, a little about a little bit halfway down. Uh, Coolidge on the other side of MacArthur and I think once we started skating and then we were all skating at Bret Hart you'll be down in that little pit uh, by the banks 
or up on um, that um that balcony like that platform up top with the, with the stairs and everything i mean we, we were always skating there and then i think just seeing you guys there like all the time and then we just one thing led to another i mean we were all skating together and uh we'd have skate jams on fridays and everyone would bring their jump ramps i remember the sometimes we'd have a couple ramps one time once a few times it was just one ramp and like hella fools down there just ripping and We'd just do a flat, and then we throw it on the bank, or then we'd put it up to the wall. Um, just doing wall rides. Did you ever land a wall ride? I landed one once front side and one backside. I landed a front side one, but it was like now that I think about it, it was like bouncing off the wall because you would throw it up front side, and then like I would mute grab and pull it off, and then land. So I wouldn't even like ride the wall. It was kind of like bouncing off of it. I think that's how I kind of did it front side. It's like I just hit it and then just kind of basically fell and landed on my board. Yeah, it was good enough for me. But I remember doing a, a backside uh, once. And, like, I remember I was trying and trying and trying, and I was just getting mad. And I just finally, fuck it, and I did it. And I never did it again <laughs> after that. Um, well, as, as I was driving home and I was thinking about it, um, there was one guy. Uh, one of your homies. I, I really didn't know him too well. Uh, it was a white guy. Um, Josh comes to mind. But yeah. I, was that Josh, his name? Josh Hinkle. Yeah. I mean, are you still in contact with him? Yeah, he actually still skates. He lives in San Lorenzo. And I, like, saw him on Facebook. And he was in that uh, Mike V group, too, on the street plant thing. And I, like, was like... Hey, do you still skate? And he was like, yeah. And he just showed me a bunch of clips of uh, him skating a mini ramp. And he's got flat ground skills, too. And sometimes he skates at Emeryville. Yeah. How old are you now? I'm 48. Shit, yeah, I'm 50. Big 5-0. And, geez, we were just teenagers uh, when we met. But, yeah, I remember Josh. Because I remember one time, uh, I think it was me and Gav were skating down on Fruville. Because on Saturdays, we would go over to, uh, well, it, it was Longs back then. I think it's CVS or whatever now. We would go and skate those curbs up in the front and uh, just do manuals on the little uh, parking things and out in the, in the lot or around the side closer to the freeway. There was a kind of like a little block. That That was my little favorite thing to skate. I would do board slides and grinds and people grinds and all that over there. But I remember we were going over there and we ran into you and Josh, I just remember him just getting like hella high ollies. I mean, there was that little um, wheelchair access uh, from the street to the curb. And I just, I was watching it. Damn, he, he just had his, the, the pop and how smooth he was when he landed and uh, that's when I first saw the, uh, the Nottis boards, the one it was like the face on the bottom, and then he had like uh, that Black Panther in his hair. He was the only one that I ever seen to have that board. Oh, no, there was another guy named Miles that I went to school with. He had one. But I was like, I want to get that board. Because I remember when Skate Skate Station moved to uh, San Leandro across the street from uh, Bayford Mall, I went over there, and they had one. And Man, that thing was a heavy boat. But, I mean, I, it was Nottis. I mean, I was all about Nottis uh, growing up. Uh, in the 80s so I had that board until it just wore out and then he started coming out with all the other ones 
and I was buying those. But yeah, it was because of Josh that I that I bought that. I just got into Nodisk and I was all about him. I remember one time we went to a, a skate jam out there in San Lorenzo at some school, and I was what that was why I'm bringing up wall rides. I remember him; his were big and far. He would carve that wall like hella far and land hella smooth. And I, I was just like, damn. I mean, I remember it took us a long time to get out there because we had to take the bus and then skate the rest of the way. But, yeah, I remember him, uh, Gabe, Jonah, uh, Rob, um, the little Vietnamese guy, Ton. He was yeah. he he was badass. He was he just never talked. He just would uh, would skate and have a good time and always smiling. Uh, Winford he lived on the other side, uh, closer to Gav, on the other side of Bret Hart. There was a, another guy. Um, I think his name was Gabe too. He was a white guy. He was uh, sitting there with Jonah in that uh, H Street video when Ron Allen, uh, in that first one, he was doing his part. They're sitting there in the, in the tennis courts watching him. Um, he got arrested one time when we were in Berkeley for uh, tagging on tagging on the wall. <laughs> I wonder who it is. Um, I'll say, I'll have to find that clip and I send I, and send it to you. That that's you can clearly see who it, I can't remember his name. Gabe comes to my mind, but I remember Jonah was sitting there, and um, and Jake and all them. Is Jake still a singer for Dead Boys? No, I think he does his own band now. That was weird when you sent me that. I was, I I was why I started looking up videos and it's. The same little punk rocker guy that I remember. I remember he was really quiet and he, he was there skating, but he wasn't didn't seem like he was into it as much as we were. But uh, he was always into music. I remember like I I'd go to his house to pick him up to go skating and he'd be in the garage singing and stuff. He's in Alter the Fate. That's his band. And I think they're doing like some shows and stuff. I talked to him once in a while. He lives in Emeryville. Oh, okay. So he's still in the bay. Well, yeah, man, if they were playing, man, I should come down. We can go to check them out. Um, there was another dude. I think we've talked about this before uh, through text and everything. He had a ramp up uh, behind Safeway, uh, right going up um, uh, uh, off Redwood Road, way up there. Um, across the street from uh, Joaquin Miller School, that Safeway. Um yeah, there was. I want to say his name was Chris, but I. It can't. was Chris. Yeah, he went to Skyline. He was older than us. I think he was your brother's age. Yeah, because he he had a ramp, and I remember we used to go to skate that all the time, and I remember it being really deadly, um, because if you fell off one side, it was like that cliff that went down uh, down the hill to a fence. But I mean, but once we would ride, we we didn't even really think about it. I mean, I think about all the crazy things that we did. And it's shocking that, I mean, we've all gotten hurt, but I mean, I'm surprised we never got like really hurt. I think you were the one that got hurt like the most to where the ambulance came uh, and everything. Yeah, no. I, rem- I remember that. But I, I was watching that Tony Hawk documentary and you know, when they're like skating animal chin and yeah. he falls and he gets like, 
bust his head in there and they're like, we need to have an intervention. He's always the one that gets hurt. And I was like, oh, that's me right there. <laughs> I I remember I didn't actually see you fall. I, I ran home really quick for whatever reason. And I remember going back and seeing a ambulance pull up. And I was like, oh, shit, man, what happened? So I ran, I skated over there really fast. And you were sitting down there. Uh, I remember um, there was a, we had a railroad, a, a steel railroad track. I don't know how we got it down there, but it was down there. And they were saying you were doing grinds on it. I just remember seeing you sitting there and your arm, I, I, I can still see it. You sitting there, like kind of like, ah, oh, in a daze. But the bone, it didn't come out of the skin. It was um, like dislocated, but it was like the bones were on top of each other. And I was like, oh, my God. I mean, that that kind of just made everybody stop. Like we didn't want to skate anymore <laughs> after that. And I remember them uh, taking you away. And I was like, oh, man. And because I remember after the you had left and the ambulance was gone, we were all sitting there just like, oh, man. And everyone was telling me what, what happened. Because uh, I remember the cops showed up, too. And they wanted to know where the train track came from. We're all, I don't know. I want to say Jamie and those guys <laughs> brought it there. <laughs> so uh, I was like, damn. But, I mean, that was, that was all. I remember you telling me, you, you were you kind of going in and out? I mean, were you, like, just in shock or? Yeah, I was in shock. I remember I like passed out from for a second from the pain and I just woke up and I was like in the ambulance and then like passed out again. And then I was like in the operating room. They're like, breathe and count backwards. And then I woke up and I had a broke and I had a cast on and everything. Yeah, I remember a couple of days later I saw you and you were all cast up. I was like, oh, man. But I remember you telling me, you said, nah, nothing broke. It was just dislocated. Can but I, uh, I mean, I closed my eyes and I could still see you sitting there and looking at your arm. And I was like, fuck, man. I guess they said you, when you fell backwards and your arm or your elbow slammed into the, into the rail and it just dink, yeah. knocked, it, knocked it out of place. But, oh, man. I remember Terry, Terry was down there. He was talking hell of shit, man. He goes, he thought he was fresh and he scrubbed. <laughs> I was like, dude, don't say that, man. You're going to fall next. And I'm going to laugh a lot hard. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to do, like, remember, it's fucking not as his fault. Remember when they were trying to, <laughs> when they were, like, doing hurricanes. And I yeah. tried, like, a hurricane. I was good at them, but I, like, it's a train track. It's not a curb. So you go, like, really fast. And I yeah, just... And Hands back. I never liked that rail. It was hard doing rail slides on it, but even still, that it like went hella fast. I mean, that's solid steel. I mean, and it didn't. There was no give. I mean, uh, how I learned hurricanes was going like just. Um, remember where Blockbuster was, or before it was Blockbuster? It was just a parking lot. And there was a long rail right yeah. there. That's where I learned them because Gav was the one that showed me. Hey, man, try this. I was like, well, what is it? He goes, it's called a hurricane. He was ollieing into it and doing it, like doing 180. And then he would get it, but it wouldn't slide. And I was like, he was, he just kept trying and trying it. And I was watching him and I was like, I wonder if you can just rail slide and then kind of shove it up onto it and do it. That's how I did mine for a while. Um, I didn't go very far. I'd just get on and go. <laughs> 
enough to go, oh, I did it. And then I usually came off like fakey. I could never whip it back around over the uh, the rail. But we used to go to that all the time. Pretty much every day we would hit that rail and we just really waxed the shit out of it. And then then they ruined tore that whole parking lot down and built Blockbuster. I don't even know what's there right now, but um that rail that was uh right behind the, the gym at Bret Hart, uh going down MacArthur was kind of on a slant. Did you ever do that one? It's the still rail? there. No, but I was looking at it today and it's all waxed. I was like, I could probably do a fifty fifty pop shove it out. I'm gonna do that because I don't know. I haven't been skating street anymore in Mexico. I would like to skate street, but here in the in the states, they have all these nice parks. I'd rather go to. Oh, when you were down in Mexico, I mean, did was there a lot of parks or was it just that one? I, I just seen your videos and everything. No, nah, there was like three or four parks, but I like to go to the one that was built like really nice and had like nice smooth concrete. So when you slammed, you just would tuck your arms in and you'd slide. <laughs> and scraped up or anything. Dang. Um, I know when um when you had left, I mean you you like uh you stopped skating for a while. How many how, how long did you stop skating? Years and years. You'll laugh, but like I bought a board when I was like twenty eight. And it was a cheap board and I did like a 180 ollie off of something and it broke and I was like, oh man, forget this. And I never, and I didn't skate again until like I was 40. I had like, I was just uh, burned out from work and everything. And I would go to the park with my wife and I, there was a skate park there and she would be like, you're always just sitting there looking at them. Why don't you skate? And I'm like, I'm too old. And she's like, no, just skate. You're not going to make money off of it anymore or compete. Just have fun. And I, and I started skating again and I'm sure she regretted that for a while. It was like, <laughs> Oh man, I had to, I, it was like getting the bug again. I was just like, skating every weekend and stuff instead of like taking her to the movies or doing stuff. And then I'd come back all sore and she'd be <laughs> like, are we still going to the movies? And I'd be like, yeah. And I'd go, but I'd be all tired and busted up. <laughs> um, was there skate shops and everything down there? Yeah. They have a pretty good scene. Cause, uh, everything is like national, like the, the truck companies, uh, the wheels, the boards, because, like if you buy a U.S. board, like maybe here we drop forty-five bucks, fifty bucks on a board. Over there, they're like that's like a week's salary. So there's other you can get like a national board for like twenty bucks, twenty-five bucks, and some trucks for maybe like ten, fifteen bucks, and some wheels. And it's a cheaper setup. It doesn't feel as good, but I guess when you're young, it doesn't matter if you're riding a board with no tail or a cheap board because. You still get it anyway. Um, when we when you were when we were growing up, what was um, what was your setup? I mean, everyone had different boards. We all never rode the same thing. Um, as far as like trucks and wheels, what did, what did you ride in the beginning? I w- I rode Independence and remember those mini rat bones. Yeah. And I and I don't know why it. I bet you I would have been I would have been better as a kid if I would have realized that hard wheels were better than soft wheels. Like I think I rode like 90s and 
and they were soft. They were good for like impact for doing ollies off of stuff and everything, but like hard wheels slide. I realized that now. And I rode uh independent trucks. And now that I'm a now that I started skating again, I like Thunders and Ventures. I don't like independents. They're like way too heavy. Yeah, I mean I just bought that um a pair not too long ago just because I got one of those pair Wellander uh reissues and none of my thunders or anything fit it um it was just i guess they drilled it for how when they first made it uh it was i'm hoping that these new reissues aren't like that because i'm like uh well i guess i got indies i can throw those on but um when i was growing up i mean the first board i had was a uh one of those like banana boards it was a yellow sizzler i rode that until somebody stole it um, I had it in the basement uh, down on top of my washing machine, and I went down to get it one day, and it was gone. So I didn't have a board for a while. Um, my Jamie was still skating. He had a small little um, little banana board. He still has that deck. It's hanging on the wall in his house. Um, and then he had the 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 skull skull and dagger or sword or whatever it was pal peralta i remember it was like gold and it had that skull holding the dagger or the sword or whatever on it that was the first one he had and then i was like whoa i wanted a bigger board but mom wasn't well you better save all your money and then back then it was the struggle was real i only got like five dollars a week uh for allowance and i was like shit i did could never save my money as soon as i took that five dollars it was it was spent on either okay. video video games or candy or something stupid, but when uh, Christmas came around and I was always bugging my mom for a skateboard, she bought me one of those action sports uh, kamikaze decks, and I was like, it was a skateboard, and I was like, all right, well, whatever. I mean, give me something to learn on. I wasn't doing really much on it. I was just cruising around, uh, buttboarding and bombing hills. And when, once I got uh, brave enough to stand up, I never realized that uh, going fast, I didn't know nothing about speed wobbles. I mean, I learned the hard way. Coming down, uh, we used to go to the top of Coolidge and then come flying down. And it just wobbled and that was it. And my brother goes, you got to tighten your truck. So that's when I learned how. All right, tighten uh, tighten them up. But I rode that board for a while. But everyone, I remember people were talking shit. Oh, you got a kamikaze board? So I got mad one day and just spray painted the whole thing blue. <laughs> and then I, I just rode it. But the first deck I got, um, when my birthday came around, my mom too. This is when Skate Station was still in Alameda before they moved. Uh, she went over there and bought me a uh, Hasoi Hammerhead. And I just loved that board. It was huge. It's like a big big huge deck i got one right here my son had one he got one of the reissues he didn't like it so he just gave it to me it's just sitting here right here um i need to get some trucks i want to set it up but i remember i rolled that thing until i snapped it i didn't acid drop off of um one of those little power boxes i mean because i was doing acid drops like all day just like boneless jumping off whatever parking uh bumpers off the stairs in front of my house and then i was just getting bold and trying to get up higher and higher and I snapped it. I'm like, Psh, and I was like, oh, so I was like SOL for a while. I think I bought a a Jinx, uh, that Marty uh, Jimenez. Yeah. yeah, I bought that board after that, and I I was all about it. And then I, don't know, I think I just wore that out, and then I was just buying whatever came along after that. But I mean, my setup then was whatever board I had. 
And um, there was a guy named Alex. I can't remember. He went by Alex, but his name was something else. Um, this is when I was going to Montero. He goes, hey, man, you want to buy these trucks? And I'm like, what are they? Because his locker was like right next to mine. He was only selling them for 10 bucks. And they were Thunders. This is when Thunder Trucks was brand new, everybody. That we, I didn't even know what. I never even heard of that company. But they, he goes, this is a new company. I don't like them. I'm just going to buy more Indies. And I'm just trying to sell them. I said, shit, here you go. I gave him $10. Took those Black Thunders, threw them on my board. And since then, that's all I was about was Thunders. Uh, maybe a few months later, he goes, hey, man, I'm selling these wheels. I said, what are they? He went Spitfire. I don't like them. These are the first spit, the first set of spit, fifth Spitfire wheels. I think they call them classics now. But I was like, all right, cool. I mean, they were. I think they were ninety sevens. Um, I rode them and I liked them, but I was like, these are a little too hard. I, I didn't like ninety seven wheels. I just they were too hard for me. So I, I think I went down to like ninety fives. Those were like not too hard, but they were kind of soft. So I, that's all I was riding. But it was Thunders and Spitfires all the time and whatever deck I had. But when Nottis came into my life, I was just riding all of his boards and everything. But um, what, how many decks do you guys set up right now? I have two. I have a like now that, like you said, I, I used to have like one deck. And if I ever got a new deck, it was like Christmas or birthday. Other than that, it would be like hand me down. So now that I can buy decks, I like experimenting. Like right now, I decided that I like a 14 inch wheelbase and 8.1 with some venture trucks and Spitfire 54 millimeters. Right now I'm riding a shod wear. And it's pretty badass. I could do like a lot. It's like the one of the best boards I've ridden. I could do like my flat ground. I could do grinds. I could ride transition with it. It's like a all in one board. And the other board I have is a crooked 8.25 with thunders and Spitfire 54 millimeters on it. And the wheelbase is a little longer. So I've got more control, but when I want to flip it, it, it's like harder. I have to like kick harder and stuff. So I'm sticking with that, a shot. I bought like three of the same board so I can just write it back to back to back. Yeah, I have, um, I think the last deck I bought was one of my, uh, one of my friends. He's got his own company called uh, four wheel war pony. Uh, everyone check out Dustin Craig. Shout out to you, brother. Uh, he sells his decks. And this one, it's 32 inches long, and it's uh, eight and a half wide. Um, eight and eight and uh, eight five is usually what I ride um, with, and I, I just don't like those skinny boards anymore. So I've just been riding bigger, bigger boards. Um, uh, the one that I'm riding, other than the, the Mike V that I'm riding, the reissue, that first elephant one he had when he first got into Powell. I'm riding that right now. That's basically just my cruising board. Um, our parking lot's kind of far away at work, and I, I just don't like walking. So I just have my deck uh, with me. I have two decks. I have another deck that I bought. I don't even know who this skater is. I, it's in the truck. I don't, I don't even know who it is. I just um, 
uh, Classic Skate Shop in Reno, Nevada. If you guys are in that area, and, and just I'm sure you guys already know, but definitely check them out. Awesome, uh, they got everything in there, and the guy that owns it's hella cool. I was talking to him today, but um, every now and then they get boards are just trying to get rid of. Hey man, forty dollars. I'm like, sorry, cool, I'll take it. I got it. Um, it's nice and long. It's probably about eight five, I would say. Um, and I just set that up. I got my thunders and everything on that and uh, some new uh, softer Spitfire wheels. Uh, I do have some hard uh, 97s uh, Spitfires, but I was cruising around at Rockridge and it just uh, it was like killing my knees. I'm like, oh, man. I mean, I just I'm not slim and trim everyone like I was when I was a kid, but uh, I'm still out there uh, doing it. So. I got to ride like cruiser wheels and everything, but I'm I'm still out there. I love getting the slappies and the rail slides and everything. I mean, if I was flipping the board, that was when I was much lighter. But I watched this one guy. It's this uh, young black kid. He, he says he weighs 400 and something pounds. And he's out there flipping and all. I'm like, man, if he can, well, he's much, he's much younger than me. <laughs> but I'm like, man, he's 400 and something pounds and he's doing kickflips. I'm um, shit. I think I can do it, but uh, I don't know. Um, I, I haven't landed one in years. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. He's he's doing like impossibles and stuff. On <laughs> yeah, I know who he is. He's pretty good. And he's when he does those impossibles and. It's, breaks the boards on the rail i'm like man i i don't know if he's sponsored or not man because that's a lot of videos you see him he's breaking his board (laughs) he's still out there doing and that's what's good i mean that's why see me i never stopped um once i started i mean I, i started when i was nine years old and i'm 50 now i've been riding pretty much just about every day of my life if unless it's raining or snowing but um, I, I still ride it. When I go to the parks and I just love to go fast and cruise around, and the kids like, wow, how old are you? And he goes, but some of the little kids are brave. Man, you're hella fat, but you're still out here doing it. I'm like, little fucker. But <laughs> I, mean, I still like doing it. I, I love it. I just love getting grinds and everything and, and just cruising around the parks. We have, there's a lot of parks in Reno. Um, there's only one that I really like to go to because it's nice and spread out. It's on Mariloma. I think it's called Rattlesnake Mountain Park or something like that. And there's another one um, in Sparks. I can't remember the name of that park. It's kind of, I think that out of the parks, I think that one's more uh, kind of not really hoodish. But there's a lot of hoods that hang out there at the park. But um, they don't they don't bother anybody at the skate park. If you want to go really fast, that's the one I go to because they got a nice little kidney bowl uh, in, in the back. I love riding that. Usually I go back there and just ride that thing by myself because nobody nobody goes back there. Everybody rides the rails and, and everything else over there. But um, once you once you started skating again, I mean, I remember talking to you and you were telling me that. Um, I got you back into skating and I was other than I was like, wow, really? (laughs) But I mean, once you got back on the board, did it all just come back to you? No, no. Like uh, the first I was kind of heavy when I first started skating again. And like the first couple slams, I forgot how to fall. And (laughs) it was like a sack of 
bricks hitting the ground. And I was like, oh, man, I don't know if this is for me. And then I just was like, I'd go early to the skate park when no one was there and I just skate. And I like started having fun again. I started watching videos and started out with slappies and board slides and stuff. And then like I met a bunch of youngsters, like 25, 26 years old. And they kind of adopted me and started inviting me to like skate with them and everything. And I started like trying harder and harder stuff. And I think in the past few years, I learned how to do stuff that I didn't know how to do when I was a kid. So it was, it's, it's been pretty cool. I'm, I know how to do like shove it and crooked grinds to pop shove out and just stuff that I didn't even think about doing as a kid. It's pretty good. I see the, um, the, you go to Bella Vista school a lot. I mean, that, that's the school that I, my very first school that I went to when I was in elementary, I went to a, a little skate jam they had there and they got that mini ramp. I was like, Damn, I mean, none of this stuff was there when I was growing up. It was just a flat cement playground, but now they added grass and and, and all that. I'm so, is that part of the school still? Yeah, it's part of the school. And like, uh, sometimes I'll go and the kids will be like doing PE and stuff, and I'll like fall, and all these little kids will be like, oh. And it's funny, they'll be like, get up and try harder, or just stuff like that. Do they let them, I mean, do they let people skate there even during school hours or is it like closed off? No, they let people skate there just as long as you're respectful. And like I try and move all the obstacles away from where they use the field for PE. So I'll just stay out of the way or maybe take a break. And when they're done doing PE, start skating again. And that's like my favorite place to go. There's a lot of nice skate parks, but I like that one because like there's always like some new obstacle or curb or parking block when you go, and you always have fun there. And this is one of those do-it-yourself parks. It's like I don't think the school. Um, they probably put some. I remember when they first started doing it because I remember driving by there and seeing just like uh, a couple jump ramps and maybe a, a little um, a little wood rail that they made. That was before that ramp. They they built that ramp. And I remember seeing that. Oh, that's cool. I mean, these guys are out there just skating. And I was like, they, and it was like during school too. I was like, well, they just let them ride right on. Um, but then slowly uh, I'm seeing videos and pictures of people starting to build more and more stuff. Um, they do need, they, some of it needs some work. I don't know if guys have go over there and did repairs. Cause that last time I was there, there was a lot of holes in those ramps, but they were still out there doing it. And I was like, damn, but yeah, someone just went and did repairs. Like I was going to take some wood and fix some of them, but like someone beat me to it and they built a new obstacle. Shouts out to whoever did that. And I just signed up to like do a once a month cleanup there. They have like the friends of Bella Vista. I guess it's all the people around the neighborhood. And so I signed up to maybe to go clean up once a month. So. Yeah, that neighborhood's different now from when I used to live. Uh, I used to live like a block and a half away from there going towards Park Boulevard. I lived on uh, East 28th. Um, that, na- that neighborhood was kind of rough when I was growing yeah, up. I remember, I remember like I used to me and Paul Rodriguez lived on Bella Vista up the street. And yeah, it was rough back then. Yeah, back then. Now it's. It's all gentrified <laughs> and everything. I know you see people walking their expensive dogs and on their phones and 
drinking Pete's coffee. And I'm like, man, back in the day, it was like people walking pit bulls and <laughs> drinking 40 ounces. And just, I don't know. It was mayhem up there. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was crazy when when I grew up on in on that street. I mean, just being a little kid, um, I wasn't skating yet. We just had big wheels because we used to take our big wheels all the way to the top of that hill and go flying down the street. I mean, even that, I mean, bombing those hills on those big wheels with no kind of brakes, not even giving a shit about cars. We were just we were just having fun. I mean, in doing that when we were kids, especially going to San Francisco. And just bombing those hills or going over to Fort Miley or over to the beach to hit the curbs and everything. Uh, never, ever really thought about us really getting hurt, much less killed by getting hit by a car or a bus. Because I remember just flying down those streets and just laughing and having a good time. Gav was always with me when we went over there. And it, though him, he would always hype me up. Because he's like, if I did something, he's like, I, if you did it, I know I can do it. And then he'd end up doing it. It was like vice versa. I'm like, shit, if Gav can do it, I can do it. And that's how we hyped each other up. So, I mean, and he's, he's still out there ripping. He lives in a truckie. He says there's some parks up there that he goes to. And he, he's still he's still skating. But, man, I mean, those all the times. That, I mean, we've come pretty close to getting hit. Uh, excuse me, by cars or anything. And we never did. Did you ever... Did you or any of your friends, other friends, get hit by cars skating? Oh, I, but I remember we used to like weave through traffic and everything, and yeah, we didn't think about it. Grab onto the back of cars and stuff like that, and not even think <laughs> about it. Or bombing uh, at the top of Telegraph uh, by the college, and then going uh, against the traffic, going down because it was it was a one way street, um, but. <laughs> Uh, and, and just not caring because we would go there, go to either Blondie's or Fat Slice and, and get pizza and then just fucking skate uh, or go over to uh, to Cal Berkeley and skate what we can before they would chase us away um, or going to Harmon's Gym. I remember you told me about that place. You're like, yeah, go to Harmon's Gym. I was like, what is that? And then so me and Gab finally went over there. I think we skated for like maybe two minutes before they chased us away. <laughs> so, um, there was another guy I used to skate with. He was a tall dude. I want to say his name was Tom. Yeah, it was Tom. Tom Fields. He's still around and he lives in SF and he skates like mini ramps and stuff. Because I, I, I used to always see him there. I mean, even when, when I was living in Berkeley, I was living in college. Uh, I would see him every now and then, or I'd see he he would he was still holding down Harm Harmon's gym, or he would go under, because he was because he was the one that told me yeah go under there's a slappy curb down there, because I remember I met him when we went over and we went in there and we were skating there we went skated like a few minutes and they chased us away but I remember him he was always hella smooth too, oh I think uh, what's his name uh, black guy uh, Rob, on on how smooth he was and out of everyone that I've known his he was the one that would ride his trucks like hella loose. And it was like you could shake his board and, his, and the hangers would, would shake. And I'm like, dude, how do you ride like this? I mean, I'd get I remember getting on his board and just instantly getting wheel bite trying to turn. He was honest. Oh, that's the way I love it. I, I love it. I'm, <laughs> I remember going to Gilman and seeing him in there uh, doing uh, nose stalls and actual stalls on that um that couch. 
uh, that was in there in between the bands. Um, oh, okay. It's just been speaking of him, uh, Rob. There was another guy. Uh, I remember he had his team called Death Squad. Uh, it was an older was, black. What was that guy's that was, name? That was Jimmy, and he was like a freestyle skateboarder before it was like cool. And yeah. he had Team Death Squad, and that's what I'm talking about. Like we used to be places where. We used to skate on seminary by that gas station and he had a bunch of like little ramps and Tom was part of that. Uh, remember Garrett from Skyline? Garrett skated with us. He was a tall, blonde, skinny dude. He had moved from Arizona to Oakland. That's who that is. The, the, the guy that's, uh, that, that I was talking about earlier with Jonah, Garrett. Yeah. I remember he got arrested in Berkeley for uh, tagging on the walls on the campus and uh, he got handcuffed and thrown in the car, um, and then the cops told us, he goes, you guys all from Oakland, too? And we're like, yeah. He goes, well, I suggest you go back there. So we're like, all right. So we all took off. But, yeah, Garrett, I, where's he? Have you, do you still keep in contact with him? I've talked to him a few times. He's still in Oakland. Okay. Is he still skating? No. He's like an artist now because he was very artistic when we were growing up. Yeah, that was his name. I thought I thought he was cool. I remember hanging out with him one time. Uh, I was going somewhere. I was on the bus, and he was on there. And uh, he was. I said, "Where are you going? Oh, I'm gonna go skate." I said, "Well, shit, let's go." So I remember we just went all over Oakland. We went downtown, and we're skating and, and everywhere. And then I remember we'd stop somewhere, and we got hella high, and then we kept skating. <laughs> we were smoking weed, and then we then we kept skating. I used to mess with him. I used to call him the bootleg Nottis because he was skinny and he had like the cow lick like Nottis and everything. <laughs> um, Gabe, uh, where's he at? Because I remember he used to live around the corner from me. Um, I can't remember his last name. Mexican guy. Gabriel Romero. You'll, yeah. you'll look up. He's like a, a dance teacher, like Lombada and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> is he still in the bay? Yeah. Hey, you still uh, talk to him? No, my parents said that they saw him like driving by the house, and he stopped and talked to them for a while. Yeah, he was the one that introduced me to Gilman Street because uh, I remember him coming over one time. Oh man, we went to Gilman and saw this band, and da 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 da. And I was like, "What the hell's Gilman?" And then uh, we went over there. Uh, one I think it was one weekend um, was um, uh, Operation Ivy. It was their last show as a band, so we went. And I, after that, after that show, I was, I was at Gilman just about every weekend, watching every band that played. I mean, these are the early days of Green Day and AFI and and all those guys. When they could play Green, uh, when they could play Gilman, I don't think they're welcome there anymore. Gilman's a hardcore club, man. If you, for some reason, if you become famous, that you can't play there anymore. <laughs> I don't know why. It was just that that's how, how it was. But I remember we uh, we went to some party. Um, it was me, Gabe, and I can't remember some chicks that we were hanging out with. I don't remember their names, but. Um, I just remember us being like hella lit, and he goes, "Yeah, man, we can just go uh, sleep in the in the garage at his house because there was a bed in there, and a couch." 
And I was like, all right, man, whatever. I guess I didn't want to go home all drunk. So we went over there and I remember it being hella cold and uh, there was blankets all over the bed. I just remember piling them all on top of me. And when I woke up the next morning, he was laying on the couch with all these coats <laughs> on top <laughs> of him. <laughs> but that, that's what the, the man, I remember he used to skate too, but he, he was just more of just like hanging out with us and, and just kind of riding around. He didn't do tricks or anything. Um, yeah. And he had a Marty Jimenez a jinx. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Tom. Uh, because of you that uh, we got, I got back in contact with him. Because Tom, uh, what is Tom, Tom's last name? Um, Fields. Yeah, he uh, he was hanging out with uh, Phil and those guys, Phil and Barf and uh, Brian Mims, and I think there was a couple other one. Uh, I think Barf's name was Kevin. I can't remember uh, his, his last name. But uh, out of all of them, I think Tom's the only one that, that stayed true and, and kept skating. Um, has, have you heard from any of the other guys that he always hung out with? No, I haven't. Like, I remember who you're talking about, too, like Jay and Walt and all those dudes. And I think he still talks to them, but they don't skate anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, not not too many people other than you, me, my brother, and Gav uh, that I skated with, we skated with all the time. I think we're the, the last few four that are still riding. I mean, it's good to, that you keep in contact with other guys that they didn't really hang out with that still ride. But I mean, oh, I know what Tom you're talking about. We're talking about a different Tom, but I know what Tom you're talking about. Tom Salinaro. Yeah, him. He's, he's always at Emeryville. He rides vert. Yeah. I mean, it was, I remember seeing him. He was hella hot. And he had everything on. And I was like, damn, dude, aren't you hot? No, nah, man, I'm good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's still out there doing it, man. I mean, he, I remember him as a little kid. And, um, he still looks exactly the same, and and it was good. I was talking to him last time I saw him, and I was like, "Dude, I'm fucking glad you're still riding." He was like, "Yeah, man, I never stopped." I'm like, "Well, good, man. I never did either." But, um, do you go to that park a lot? I've only been there a few times. I tried riding that bull. That bull bull was kind of weird. That bull is scary. Yeah, I like riding the. I used to go there a lot and ride like the little humps and. All the bumps and the little ledge there, but they have too many entitled little kids running around. Their parents think it's a it's a playground and stuff, and then they get mad when you like weave through them and stuff. So I like I like Bella Vista. Plus I like ledges and Tom's always making fun of me. He's like, that's why you always get hurt, because you like all those ledges and slidey things and ollieing up and down things and hurting your knees. And I was like, Yeah, but we didn't grow up riding transition, so I think I get hurt more often riding transition and pools than I do street and ledges and curves and stuff. Yeah, I mean, we didn't we didn't have all that. I mean, we, I mean today. I mean, I always say this. I mean, especially to you, the you young rippers out there, we didn't have the parks that you guys have now. All we had was the street and schoolyards. And if someone had a ramp, well, we'd all ride it. Or if there was an empty pool somewhere, we we hit it before we couldn't ride it anymore. 
I mean, that was it. Or the, I think the the only park that we had was Benicia, and that was a long trip to get out there. That was like a day trip. Took a few hours to get there, and we got there. You had you had to skate all day before you came home. And that's gone. <laughs> that's not even there anymore because they built that new one. Uh, I've been to that new park in Benicia. It, it was cool, but there was hell fools there. Have you ridden that one? No, I haven't been to any of the parks that everyone says is are pretty good, like the Fremont one. They said there's one in Newark. They said there's one in San Jose and that Benicia one. The Venetian one's cool. Um, when I when I'm usually down there, I'm it's either Alameda or Berkeley. Those are the ones that that I mainly go to. There's one still. Thrasher Park is still there, but it's it's weak. I mean, I remember it was wood for a while when it first started it, and then they turned it into cement. And then whoever built all that stuff didn't know what they were doing. So I don't really like going there. There was there's a park, um, basically right next to Bayfair Mall. Uh, I've been there once. It's real small, and there's hella fools there. And same thing, yeah, man. They're just the little little kids running all over the place. So I only went there that one time. There's one across the street from Castlemont High, but we went there, and it was it was some shady characters <laughs> hanging around. That oh, park. that's a that's a youth uprising. I went and skated that, and like there was people doing donuts. And riding those like ATVs and doing wheelies and stuff while I was skating, and I was like, "Man, <laughs> yeah, we 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 were only there for a little while." I said, "Man, my buddy was like, dude, let's go,' because uh, he had a nice car, and he goes, "I think they're looking at my car. We better go." <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I remember when we all uh, hauled it all the way up to um to Hunter's Point to the dish. And skating it for a few minutes and then all hauling, hauling ass out of there because uh, the locals would <laughs> chase us away. Um, what, how, what was the longest time you ever stayed at the dish in Hunter's Point? Well, I went with that guy, uh, Jimmy, and there was another Mexican guy named James. He was younger. He was. Yeah, of- I remember him. And we went and we skated there for like three or four hours before we had a jet, but we went like really early. I'll, now I'm used to it, but that day I think we got up like at seven and we were at Hunter's Point like at eight o'clock in the morning and we skated until like nine or ten. And then people started waking up and coming out and we're like, oh, time to go. Yeah, that's that's how we did it. I remember um, me and Gav went there. One morning, he was like, we were talking about it, and um, or we were watching. Um, I think it was Sick Boys, and that one scene when they're when they're all at the dish, and we're like, man, we should go there. And then we were, but because we, we went there once, didn't know the neighborhood was like how it is, how it how it was, because Hunter's Point ain't like that anymore. It's really gentrified, and there's a badass skate park up where the dish was. Um, the dish is gone, but they built a nice huge park there, and it, it's pretty cool. Um, we went, we went early. Yeah, same thing. Early in the morning, and we skated there for a couple hours, and then, yeah, right around nine thirty, ten, everyone was waking up and coming out. We went like on a Sunday morning, so we figured yeah, everyone's out partying all Saturday, so it should be good. Yeah, as soon as everyone started coming out and hanging out, that's when that's when we left, because the guys were going, "Hey, let me ride your board." And I said, we better go. <laughs> so, but uh, I like that dish, man. It, it was weird and everything, but it was. That as far as skate parks, that was it. That was all we had. 
Um, did you ever skate Blood Bowl? No, I didn't skate Blood Bowl, but I remember when we went to Hunter's Point, we went to, remember that ramp that was, what was the ramp that was like in someone's backyard and it was like a, it's probably the first vert ramp I saw and like I stood at the top and looked to drop in. I was like, nope, not happening today. And I think Josh was the only one that dropped in at the Hunter's Point ramp. That was the one that was down the street from the dish, right? Yeah. Yeah, we went there one time. I only went there one time, and it was like right after it rained. So it was all damp and wet because I remember we rode it, and I was, we were slipping and sliding on that thing. It was, ah, let, let's go. Yeah, that thing was – I remember it was a big vert ramp, but then they cut it down because then when we went there, it was cut down. and uh, But it was just all slick, so we didn't even ride it. Um, I know. Have you been to that uh that park that's kind of uh, by the freeway in San Francisco? Yeah, Soma. Is that? I mean, I just I've never ridden it. I've seen it, but everyone's talking about the the locals like don't like if you're not local. <laughs> Did anyone give you any shit when you were there? Nah, but because I always like. I thought I would get shit when I went to uh, Potrero Hill because I've always seen like in all the Thrasher videos that all the uh, Our Life dudes skate there and everything. But I saw like some uh, homies wearing like Misionero hats like from uh, Mission Street. And so I had my Dickies on, my white T-shirt on, my skateboard. And I was just skating around there and they were like, I I don't know, I guess they must have thought I was a local or I'm a homie, so I get a chance to skate there. But I was more worried about skating there than at Soma. Soma, I didn't skate that long because it smells like pee. Like people <laughs> just use that as a skate park slash bathroom, and I was like, man, I don't want to fall on this ground because <laughs> go home smelling like pee. <laughs> oh man, uh, have you ever ventured over to Fort Miley uh, lately? No, I. I'm scared of the traffic, but I kind of want to go because, like, uh, sometimes I'll skate at Bella Vista and Carl Watson will be there, and I'll see that he's sk- he's been skating at Fort Miley with, like, Chico Brennans and all those guys. So I've kind of wanted to go over there and check it out, how they fixed it up and everything. Now they have, like, those posts so that you don't fly down if you miss a trick or anything. Because I remember back in the day, it was like, if, <laughs> you got to be careful because you're going to go – flying off a cliff yeah there was no bars there because the first few times we went there those bars weren't there and it was yep. like i remember like just like ooh, i was scared to uh hit that small little uh that little small pyramid right there because i mean i was getting the ollies and everything but i was scared that i was gonna sh- slide right off <laughs> so it was i was like hell no but it's still i mean even now i mean when the bars are there it'll save you but your board will sh- shoot off uh, I remember my board shot off there a few times, but yeah, man, that place is cool, man. I think it was a few years ago. Uh, we were out there um, for some, I can't remember something was going on. And uh, I was like, I'm going to go up to Fort Miley. So I told my wife and my kids were down doing whatever. And I, I hiked up that hill and went up there. Nobody was there. So it was just me cruising around, just getting grinds and ollies and everything. And I was like, shit, man, I haven't been here in hell of years. It's still exactly the same. I didn't do uh, well, when I was there, it didn't do anything different. It's still the same old things. The the crack that was always in that one 
little bunker thing. It's still there. It looks like someone tried to fill it up, but it looked like it all fell out. But it's it's still the same little banks. So I still had hell of fun. I was there for like an hour by myself, and then Hella Fools came, and then I left. But um, when we were growing up, um. Did they let you guys take your boards to school or did you, they didn't allow it? Yeah, we used to take our boards to school and put them in the locker or leave them in the office. And then after school, we just get them out of the office and go skate the banks. Have you been down to that, to that little pit in, in a while and uh, hit those banks? No, they have like gates on there, but I was thinking of hitting the banks that are near the front entrance they have like little banks there and did they go- fix them because the last time uh i remember there was uh the tree was there the roots were cracking all the the cement because when we used to skate there uh, other than a little pit with the banks and we had the ramps down there uh i remember just getting waxed and waxing up those curves that are like right in front of the school um, but there was always grease oil spots uh, there in the parking lots, but we, we, we just made do with there. Um, we, we used to hit that all the time and it just made, it was mainly just me and Terry. We would go there and skate those curbs all the time. Uh, remember, um, was it Fred Finch? Is that what it was next to Bret Hart? Yeah. Did you ever ride that ramp they had there? No, I think we had no, uh. Me and Josh used to like mess around with the girls from Fred Finch, so we were banned from that area. <laughs> there was two guys. I can't remember the name. Uh, it was a blonde dude, and I think the other guy was like Samoan or something. Uh, I remember they came down to to Bret Hart when we were down there skating the banks, and they came down, and uh, they had uh, somebody with them, I assume chaperone or whatever, because they were standing there watching us. And they were like, yeah, man, we're building a ramp. Now you guys should come up and skate it. And I was like, where? He goes, at Fred Finch. And we're like, all right, cool. So I don't know, some months went by, and then I saw them. They were all walking to the store, and I saw those guys. And they're like, hey, man, we finished our round. You should come over. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. And then it was like a big ordeal. I went over there. They said, yeah, come by tomorrow. Uh, we'll, we'll wait for you by the street. So I walked over there. They met me by the parking lot. And then they took me inside and they made me fill out form after form. And then I had to take it to my dad or my mom to have them sign it to say it was okay uh, to ride the ramp. And if if I fell, then it's on me. I was like, what? And um, I was like, cool, man, whatever. So, but I got to ride that ramp. I only rode it one time because I think those, um, those two guys were done with their, time being there and they they went back home wherever they lived and they tore the ramp down because i remember asking one of the dudes walking by i said hey man is that ramp still there is it nah man once those guys left they they tore it apart i was like weak i only got to ride it once it was cool it was better than nothing um because yeah when we were riding ramps it was like ride it when you can chris was the only one that that had that ramp there forever but then i think once he graduated he went off to college and I think his dad tore that ramp down because I, I never rode it again once once he was gone. Do you remember Chris Bauer? Yeah. I remember he had a ramp and, and, and but way up there by past Skyline because I remember um, Joe, well, we went up there because yeah, that was one of Joe's homies. He took me, he took us up there. 
That ramp was too small. It was basically like a small little vert ramp. It was it was really small, and the the transitions were like steep. I was like, man, this is who built it. And it was really it was really short. Like the flat bottom was only like a couple feet. Then you shot up the other side. I didn't like that one. Oh, um, I think it was on East Eighteenth, um, going towards Lake Merritt. There was a a house that had a a, a flatbed uh, in the back, and it had it wasn't a ramp. It was like um uh like half of a circled. I think it was like a full circle, but they cut it, and it was just it was like kind of like a little back and forth um, half pipe. There was no flat. It was just transition after transition. Did you did you ever ride that? Yeah, it was like riding one of those um, one of those tubes, or like being in the circus. You know how they how yeah those motorcycles. Yeah, I did that before. <laughs> All I did was just fakey, go back and forth and fakey the thing and kick turn and everything. Um, I I liked it, but I I was more scared because it was so high, because it was on the back of that little flatbed trailer. And because I remember I was there one time and there was these dudes skating and one of the dudes like fell off like from the top all the way to the ground. Because I don't know, he just got too close and fell off. I was like, ooh. so I was always nervous uh, climbing up onto that thing. I remember they built a ramp there for a little while. It didn't last very long. I mean, I think they had there for a couple months and then the neighbors made them uh, tear it down because they, they got rid of that that little pipe thing they had. And then they, the guys that were living there built one. So I, re- I remember riding it just that the, once or twice. Um, there were some other guys on 38th, uh, a few blocks from Foothill. They had a ramp. These two little Mexican guys. Did you, did you ever skate that one? No, I didn't get to skate any ramps hardly. I'd skate like banks. Remember the church banks? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> That was my favorite. Uh, I remember you took me to um, the art banks uh, in Berkeley, across the street from the college. Yeah. That was fun. I mean, that first time we went, we, they didn't care. But then after a while, it was like you can only get like one or two runs and then get out of there. Um, they're still there, but it's all fenced off. I don't know if that uh, museum is still open. Because I remember driving by that and looking over there, and there's a, like a gated fence around it all. So. I remember they they put those benches on there to I think try to keep people off, but now we were just going front side and over them. The <laughs> uh, China Banks, the, have you ridden those in a while? I went and I was looking at them, and before I could even like put my board down there, like nope, not happening. But uh, <laughs> like I see all the dudes from Thrasher and a bunch of videos that get made there still, but. I don't know. I'm not in the mood to like be arguing with cops or security guards anymore or anything. The last time I was there, it was a few years ago. It was one of my buddies. He wanted to go there. He had never been to San Francisco, so he wanted to skate everything. And uh, he goes, go to China Banks. I was like, all right. So we went over there. Uh, He's a photographer, so he was just taking a bunch of pictures of the actual the banks and the the building and everything, but we had our boards with them. And I remember there was a guy standing at the top of the stairs closer to the museum, 
And he was shaking his head like, I see you guys have skateboards. Don't ride them. And uh, my buddy was like, nah, man, we're just taking pictures. And then he went up there and started talking to him. And then next thing you know, they were laughing around. It was all right, man, we can skate it. He goes, he can give us 15 minutes. So we're like, what? So yeah. So we just, uh, I was just riding what I could. I never, I never went around any of those benches. I was getting hyped up. I think if I was there a little bit longer, I probably would have done uh, one of the small little benches carved around it. But I, I was just getting too scared. I just like doing, going uh, at the end. Cause that's where uh, there's no benches and you can get the longest carves. I was, I was just going for it. And then as soon as 15 minutes was up, he was like, all right guys. And we're like, Hey man, thanks. He just let us ride. So that was cool. I remember going there a lot when we were kids and uh, they never cared, but now lately they chase everyone away. A lot of the spots that we had in San Francisco are either not there anymore or they just chase you away. I skated Barcadero, and Barcadero is different now, but people still go and skate it. It's like little ledges and a little, like, stairs and stuff like that, and it's pretty fun. Um, You guys, I remember you and I think it was Garrett and somebody else. You go, hey, we're going to EMB, and I was like, I didn't know what that was then. Go, oh, it's all these blocks in San Francisco, the original one, everyone, not not what it is now. So I went over there. After you guys took me there that first time, I always went there. I mean, I was just like, I was just determined to uh, just do what I could up there. I mean, ollieing up those blocks and doing disaster slides and everything and manuals on those things. Uh, I remember it took me all day to finally ollie up those three stairs. I was trying and trying and trying, and I finally got it. Because this one little kid came and just did it hella easy. He goes, man, it's easy, man. You gotta go fast. So he hyped me up, and I did it. Uh, were you ever to clear those, um, the big seven or, or the the big three? Did you ever try that? No, but I saw Rob Ollie up onto the stage, and I was like, man, he's on another level. Even back then, he did. <laughs> he had some big ollies, and he was the first person I saw that, that did like kick flips out of us, and he was doing like shove it and. He was with them loose trucks. He was good at doing manuals and everything. He was getting it. <laughs> yeah, and he always had those like really small little wheels. And I, I was like, how the hell do you ride like this? You know, oh, man, it's the only way I ride. And I remember bombing a hill with him, and he could handle it. Those loose ass trucks. I'm like, how did you? He he was hanging in there. He was doing the speed checks and everything and he was sailing. I was like, oh my god. I th- I thought he was going to slam because his trucks were so loose, but nope. He he was able to control it. There was another black kid we all used to skate with. Oh, I want to name His name was Jay. I think he was one of the Death Squad guys, Um, but they called him Dirt. Do you remember him? Jay. That was Jay. Yeah, because I went to school with him. I didn't even know he skated. And then uh, I remember uh, I was on uh, MacArthur, uh, close to High Street, just kind of lying up onto this park or this bus stop bench. And he came by skating. And I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know you did skating. He goes, no, I skate all the time. Come on, let's go. So we just went all over the place. Um, I haven't seen him in years. Is he still around? No, I haven't seen him either. Damn. Um. Growing growing up, um, your mom and dad's still in the same house, right? 
Yep. Same house. It's, it's funny. Cause like I'll go walk with my mom sometimes and like, she'll stop and look at stuff and like, you know, some of the gentrifiers will be like, Girls lost. I'll be like, fool, we've been living here since <laughs> day one. What are you talking about? Are we lost? Yeah, dude, the neighborhood has changed uh, a lot. I mean, it's it, it's weird how it is now. I mean, Oakland period. The new new Oakland is what everyone's calling it. It's it's not the same when we were out there doing our thing. I mean, it, it's a whole lot different, and it's like some parts of the hood aren't the hood anymore. <laughs> so, but I don't know. I guess it's just uh, the way it goes. But um. Do you remember uh, uh, Malibu and uh, the castle that was uh, down by the Coliseum? Yeah, that was my favorite. Going to the castle and playing golf. Did you ever skate? Did you ever skate that bump that was in front of Malibu? There was a green bump right there. No, I never skated that. It, it, it was um, it was in the parking lot. It was covered by like uh, astroturf, but then I guess just the wear and tear, it just kind of. Uh, came off and uh, I remember some guys they they tore the rest of it off so it was just a nice smooth hump that was right there in front you can only hit it a few times before they came out and chased you away but uh, I remember we went there to to drive those cars and play video games and I remember seeing that hump out there and I had my board in the car so I was I was just busting ollies off that thing until they chased us away but yeah that was fun uh, doing all that um when you were in Mexico uh, when you when you were skating, did you just skate the parks or did you like cruise the streets? I'd cruise the streets and it was funny because like over there where I lived, there weren't like people my age skating. So I'd get like a lot of funny looks and shit. And now uh, and yeah, I'd like skate to the corner store or I'd like skate with my son or sometimes like if I didn't feel like driving to work, I'd skate home from work and I just get funny looks, but yeah, I, I liked it. Like I do, like if I didn't have time to skate, I'd still at least cruise around the neighborhood, let the wind hit me in the face and feel pretty good about it. How many kids do you have now? I have two kids. I have a 16 year old son and my daughter is like 22. 22. Damn. Cause my daughter is, 28 uh my oldest son is 26 and uh, eric is 17 yeah 17 and then my two grandsons that are four and one uh they're they're all over the place i mean my son kyle we 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 still um we still celebrate his birthday uh he's 20 but he he had passed when he was 12 and uh but we still i mean he's always home with us we still uh celebrate his birthday and everything um growing up i mean i mean growing up or not growing up um having kids um once you your first She's a 22 now. I mean, were you skating then when she was a baby or no? Nah, I was, I was like all into fatherhood and taking her everywhere I went and stuff like that. 
So I wasn't skating. I, I didn't start skating until they got older. Like my son was little when I started skating again and he'd go with me and like, he was kind of timid and he didn't like taking slams. And does he, like, ride? Does like, he ride? Yeah, he rides. I, I put some clips of him on my Instagram the other day, skating like this, uh, famous spot in Mexico. It's like a, a dam. And when there's no water in it, it has like big old banks and he was doing some big wall rides on there. Dang. Um, oh, shit, I was going to ask you something. I fucking forgot. Um, how long has your son been riding? He's been riding on and off for like two or three years, but he likes transition. Like, I'll we'd go to the parks and I'd be like doing ollies and messing around with ledges and rails. And he, one time I remember I turned around, he's like, look, I'm going to drop in. And I just like felt a lump in my stomach and he just went for it. And he, he did it. And it was a pretty big bowl. And I was like, Whoa, I guess it's just 90% going for it. And 10% skill when you're dropping in. Cause I remember it took me a long time to drop in again on that bowl because it's like eight feet high and he just did it like it was nothing <laughs> man where's this i'm watching the video right now he's getting it where's this i mean is it a drainage ditch or what is it it's a it's a dam at a at like a what would you call it like a reservoir okay yeah man that looks like there's banks all around that place See a lot of guys riding bikes in the background too. And he's sixteen. Is that what you said? Yeah. What's I don't even. What do, what's your kids now? I don't even know their names. <laughs> my son's name is Giovanni, and my daughter's name is Samantha. Okay. She um she out of the house or is she still home? She's still home. Yeah, they then they, they never leave the nest. All mine left for a little while, and they came back. <laughs> so, except for uh, Marky, he's he's still down in the bay. He is. I ain't ever coming back. He's like, he didn't. He doesn't like this town. He goes. Ah, he just. It's a little racist town where we live, and he just didn't didn't like it. Um, he's been going to the bay his whole life anyway. He still skates. Um, when he does, and when he can, uh, he scrubbed hella hard. Uh, he was riding to work. When he was in Berkeley, he was uh, skating down to the bar station, and then it's his uh, kingpin broke, and he just slammed hella hard, and he didn't ride for a while. He said he goes, "I just scared, knocked the shit out of him, and scared him." So he's like, "I, I don't ride anymore." So, but he just got back into it, so he's still out there. He's still out there doing it. He started when he was a teenager. Uh, my youngest son, he just started skating um when when his brother was moving he had a bunch of skateboards uh, a lot of long boards he goes i don't know where i got these i just started collecting them so uh, he gave one to his brother so uh, my youngest son eric he's out there rolling around uh in in the driveway and in, in, in the street cruising on a long board i said do you want a regular street board he's like no let me uh, get get a hold of this one i said they're totally different boards. This is different. There's long boards. I mean, they're, they're, there's no tail. It's just flat. I said, that's these are for cruising. I said, I mean, the ones with the tails and the flipped up noses and everything. 
and that are totally uh, different. Um, when, when the board started to change, um, well, when you stopped skating, what what year was that? I remember the last board I had was a Julian Stranger, and it was like not a big boat anymore, and it had a square nose, and it was kind of cool because I lived in Livermore with some girl, and there was a bunch of ditches and stuff, and I'd skate the ditches over there, and that was like, damn, I don't even remember. I was like 18 or so, and I'd just skate at night, and I'd skate like all, you know, like those banks that have like curves on top that Cav and the Bones Brigade would always have in the videos. They had those kind of banks too, and I'd skate those, and it was a Julian Stranger with some Venture trucks and I forgot what wheels they were. Because one, when the shapes changed uh, in the 90s, um, when it was just like that pill shape, all the boards were the same. And they were, they were a lot skinnier. This is in the days of the, the big baggy pants and the, the small little wheels uh, and, and everything. And that shape kind of just stuck uh, to today. I remember the first board I had like that was a... Um, Mike Carroll, I believe. I can't remember. It was one of the Plan B boards. Oh, it was a um, I think it was like a Gremlin. I'm not, not a Mogwai Gizmo. He was on it, and uh, I was like, what, what, "What's up with these boards?" And I remember that's how the the boards changed, uh, and I just went along with it because there there was no like the decks now with the reissues and and just big cruiser boards. None of that was going on yet uh, in the nineties. There were still long boards and, and then the street boards. The street boards, and we were riding them, uh, bigger nose, and uh, and it was just like, man, I, why didn't we have these when we were kids? Because I think it would have been uh, a lot more uh, skilled. Because when, especially when with shovets and all that came along, they were just so much easier to scoop with your foot and get them around. Because compared to the ones that we had, when when it was like there was big tails, but the noses weren't really flipped up and anything. We these are the days when we were riding those boards were like flat. Little bit of concave. But then when, when other uh, companies uh, were coming around cuz at, at that time when we were growing up it was mainly Santa Cruz, Vision, Pal. Um and that was about it. And then like Sims and Dogtown and all that. But when 8th Street came around and because of you I found out about 8th Street. I remember I you had that changer. Yeah. You had that first video, and you said, dude, I got the new H Street video. And I remember we all went to your house, and we packed your living room, and we sat there and watched it. Yeah, H Street. I mean, that that, that changed everything. Because I remember we were all about Pal Peralta and that, uh, that um, public domain when uh, Ray Barbie and Chet Thomas and um, Steve Size and all those guys – in the beginning when they were ripping it up, like, oh, man, that was awesome. But then when you busted out the H Street video, they go shackle me not. That changed everything. Matt Hensley and all those guys. I was like, whoa, what is this? I still watch that that video today. It's cool now because everything's on YouTube. Um, and I don't think he skates anymore. I think he retired. But, I mean, yeah, that, that changed everything. After H Street came out, I remember me and Terry went to um, – we went to San Francisco to Concrete Jungle, and uh, he bought he bought his first H Street board. I di- I didn't get one until much later. I think I had one of those uh, Tony Magnuson boards, but he bought one, and I was like, wow, because uh, I wanted a Matt Hensley board, but that one was impossible to get. 
Um, I th- yeah, I had a Magnuson, and then after that, I had a Ron Allen uh, skateboard uh, when he when he was on H Street, and yeah, I mean that it was totally different, and and that changed street skating because before it was just us doing what we were doing, but once all these flips and everything started, it was like what the fuck? I mean, how just it was like crazy and insane. We didn't even think about that type of stuff. But now that everyone does it, I mean, especially now, I mean, from uh, the places that we've skated that we all loved, I mean, some some spots are still going off. Like those brown bakes uh, down close to Lake Marin. Um, they were red that first time um, that we had skated them. And I, I still I still think that we were the first ones to ride those things because nobody was riding them. There wasn't the little extra cement they stuck on the bottom. I believe that they broke that cement off. I think the people that own that parking lot got mad and don't then chase everyone away. But um, uh, I used to love going there. I would go there by myself and just carve those uh, those banks. I mean, did you guys go there a lot? Yeah, that was like the first place that I thought I was riding. Like I pretended I was riding like a ramp because you would just do like front sides and back sides and. That's where I learned how to get the power to do wallies at Oakland Tech and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that place was jumping off, too. And you, again, you took me there. Let's go to Oakland Tech. I was like, what's that? And I never, I didn't know that was there. And shit, man, you took me to a lot of places that I never even heard of. And that, and it just turned into all these spots. And then when videos came around and it was cool that they would film there and uh, there's like a lot of the stuff that we used to skate there. I mean, those banks and everything are still there, but they're they're like rough. And plus, there's they fenced off the holes, pretty much the whole school. Because even in that uh, that corner that was off to the side where they had that rail, it would you'd have to do it uh, backside. So it was because you ride goofy. It was frontside for me, and I that there's a big huge fence there. You you can't even hit that thing anymore. And a lot of the stuff is. Um, all fenced off, so it's like shit. You can't even go there and enjoy it anymore. But I remember we used to go there. We we, had, we climbed the fence, and then we would go in there and skate there on the weekends. But man, that that place was going off uh, when we were kids. I mean, but I mean, uh, I think out of everybody that we had, we we were all friends and we were all homies and everything. We all skated together, but. It was like you had your crew of friends, and then there was me and Joe and Jamie had all his his friends, his older friends. All I did was drink and party. But um, I was remember it was mainly me and Joe. You remember Joe Ballard? Yeah, he's still around. I don't know if you've seen him lately. He he kind of went off the deep end a little. Um. Drugs and alcohol got a hold of him and just kind of messed him up. Um, I see him every now and then, but yeah, it's it's weird though because when I see him, he doesn't he doesn't remember me. But then sometimes it does. He'll like, hey kid, what's up? I'm like, whoa, it, it's weird. So if you ever see him, he's like really tall now. I remember that the last time I saw him. But he's yeah, he's he walks around thirty uh, fifth every now and then. That's that's usually when I see him. He lives around there somewhere. But out of all those guys that I skated with, nobody skates anymore. <laughs> Darren, uh, Joe, um, Lavore. Uh, you remember it was uh, I don't know if he, if you 
I think you were. I used to hang out with this one big tall Indian guy named Carl. Do you remember him? Yeah. Um, he like disappeared. We didn't know where he went. And then um, I was reading a paper or, uh, online one time. I was just typing in his name, and it came up, and he he had passed away. I guess he uh, had an accident at work, and then he and he ended up dying. And I was like, oh, weak man. He he was a cool guy. That motherfucker was. He was hardcore skater. I mean, he he was dedicated to it. Always rode with us. If he needed a board, he would go sell blood or sell sperm at <laughs> the sperm bank <laughs> just to get a new deck or new wheels or whatever. And man, that guy, he he would give you your shirt, uh, his shirt, or he'd give you his last dollar that he had. I remember we were skating in Berkeley. And I was doing doing feebles on the on the red curbs, and I just did it so much my board my deck just snapped, and I was like ah. So I, I was looking forward for a new one, but these guys came showing up, and they were like, "Hey man, we got some decks. Uh, you you guys need a new deck?" I was like, "Shit, I do." Um, so I went over to his car. He opened up the trunk. He had hell of shit in there. Um. He was only selling them for twenty bucks, but all I, all I had was ten on me, and he I was trying. Come on, man, that's all I got. He goes, nah, nah. Um, Carl goes, here, I'll buy you one. He bought me a. It was a. It was Ar- It was the deck was like a argyle or a plaid looking co- the design on the bottom. It was a Wade Spire board. He goes, here, man, happy birthday, and I was like, fuck yeah, and then I just remember getting grip tape and. Fixing it up, going on, and that's the kind of guy he was, man. I mean, he he would do whatever he could. I used to feel bad because, like, oh man, he he would break his board, and then he, then he'd go to the blood bank because when we when we would see him, he'd have the little cotton balls and the band aids all over his arms, <laughs> but he'd have a brand new skateboard. I was like, damn, dude, because I needed a new one. Yeah, he he was hardcore. He 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 did it. So I mean. It's sad when I found out that he had passed because I, I have not seen him in a, in a really long time. So, but yeah, dude, we need to uh, hook up next time I'm down there. Um, as far as skateboarding, what else uh, do you have going on? Um, what kind of what kind of work are you doing now? It's funny. I work like at a. It's a full circle. I work in. In North Berkeley, I, I, I like drive by the tennis courts every day and uh, I work at a high end pet shop. <laughs> is it a, the tennis court? Can you still, are those banks still at the top? Yeah, but they're like skate guarded. And oh. what's crazy is I've seen a few videos of fools doing like crazy ass tricks on the second story. So if they fall or they get broken off. They're falling down two stories. And I saw like a video of some dude doing like a crazy ass feeble, like halfway out. So. No, I'm it's good. Pretty cool. I, I can never ride those good. I remember seeing videos, everyone just blasting off those things. And the first time I went there, oh, it was me and Rob. Because uh, I ran into him on Telegraph and he was like, I'm going over to tennis courts. You want to go? I was like, yes. I went over there with him. and He was just tearing it up. I just I could carve it and everything, but I just couldn't do what I see everyone doing, like shooting off the top, getting little airs and stalls and then coming back in. I tried. I just could could not do it. I remember we went there one time. We were there deep. There was like five of us 
And we were way off at the end just skating because there was some guys playing tennis. So we were out of their way. And uh, I remember they got mad and uh, came over to us and started talking shit. And then we all got into this big old fight. Um, I was ready to leave. But then my buddy, man, he was like, no, nah, fuck that. Because one of those dudes uh, threw a tennis ball at him and that was it. <laughs> they started swinging. So I was like, oh, man. So I ran over there. I just started swinging on uh, swinging on those fools, man. <laughs> and then one of, one of them, man, the cops are coming. And then we all just took off running. <laughs> so it was crazy. But yeah, dude, next time I'm down there, man, we, we should uh, hit uh, Rockridge or something. I, I just love going there. That's always the place I always hit. I just go into those curbs. That place goes off, especially on the weekends. I usually go in the morning when nobody's there, and then because the, in the afternoon or even in the evenings, there's hell of fools there. So yeah, it's a pretty good spot. I like that's my rainy day spot. Yeah, <laughs> I love going or, there. Or I might go there tomorrow because it's gonna be like 85 degrees, so I don't want to be out in the sun. 85. Ugh, it's still like in the 60s up here, so it's it's cold right now. It's like 30 something degrees outside, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I usually uh, hit the parks in Reno or I'm skating at work. Uh, I bring my board with me. I'm uh, I'm in the back room, so I can cruise around in there, just go in circles, especially when it snows or rains. But All right, dude, man. Thanks for coming on, man. Just uh, reliving the old days. And, and it's, I'm glad that you you got back into it because I, I watch your videos. Um, and you, dude, you're just getting better and better. I remember from your first video to now you're flipping and grinding and, and everything, dude, especially, yeah, at Bella Vista and you're, you're just going off now, dude. And it fucking, it just makes me happy seeing that uh, you're back on the board and, and I love it, man. So, but yeah, man, we're getting old, so we got to be careful, but uh, we're not going to stop. And if you guys have seen that new Tony Hawk documentary, it's titled Until the Wheels Fall Off. So that's how I'm living my life right now. I'm I'm not going to stop until I just can't physically do it anymore. So hopefully uh, you're still out there doing it too when we're when we're much 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 older. So, but uh, any last words before we get out of here? No, I just hope I get to see you soon and we get to skate around. All the guys uh, from MacArthur Skate Shop always say, oh, yeah, he's the OG from Alameda Park. And they all know you. So maybe we'll hit that park and go skate and stop by MacArthur Skate Shop and get some stuff there, too. Oh, that was the one from uh, around the corner from my old house, huh? Yeah, I wish we had that growing up. Yeah, I went in there and I told him, I was like, how long you got? When I went in there the first time, they were only there uh, maybe a year. I was like, shit. I said, we went right around the corner. I lived right around the corner. And I started talking about all the spots that we talked about this episode. And they were like, what? What? Where? And I said, dude, right around the corner. Uh, they probably hit him. They're probably the ones that went and waxed up that rail <laughs> at Red Heart. So, but yeah, man. Next time, dude, I'll come down. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll hit some spots, man. But hey, brother, man. Thanks for coming on, dude. It, it was awesome. You're always welcome. Um, one day I want to do come down there and I want to do a commentary of watching uh, one of those old skate videos that we grew up and just talk, record it. And we'll be watching it and we'll just record our reactions on to what what's going on on the screen. I've done it before uh, with one of my friends. We did. Um, 
I think it was the first uh, Pal Peralta video because we were like, his, he's got a show. And then we, I was down at his house and we did it. And just watching the the old videos that we grew up with. And, I mean, watching those videos, I still watch them today. Get me all pumped up and then we'd all go out there and skate. So, but yeah, um, my homie Juan right here, man, he, he's one of the originals. He was out there with us. And uh, it's good to see that... Uh, he left for a while, but he came back home. But he was still down there, uh, down in the motherland, uh, ripping it up. So it's good to see uh, that. But um, all right, brother, thank you so much uh, for coming on. And uh, I don't know what episode this is, everyone. Once I started doing Skate Society, I was just throwing them out left and right. So I couldn't tell you what episode this is. But yeah, dude, uh, anytime you're always welcome, dude. You're definitely a part of the E Society now slash Skate Society. So you're in the crew again. And uh, it was good to sit here and, and reminisce about the old days. But just be careful out there. Do you are you helmet or anything when you're in the parks? Wrist guard, elbow guard, and and if I uh, if I'm skating transition, I'll put on a helmet, especially on that uh, Emeryville Bowl helmet. <laughs> yeah, when I'm hitting the bulls, my helmet's always on. I I put my pads on. I. I I got to go to work on Monday. <laughs> I, can't, I can't just be falling. Because, yeah, when we fall now, it's like, oh, you lay there for a minute before you get up. <laughs> so, but No, nah, I play it off. Like, kids will ask me, are you okay? And I'll be like, yeah. And then I'll go sit in the car and be like, oh, my God, that hurt. <laughs> yeah, I remember I slammed my tailbone at the curbs in Rockridge. And I, was, I jumped up hella fast. And I was like, you all right? So, yeah, man, I'm good. I did a slap of a couple more, and then I went and sat in the truck, and I was like, ah, ah, dude, I was like sore as fuck the next day, too. I was like, oh, my God. I couldn't even sleep on my back. I had to lay on my stomach and my side because my tailbone hurt. But that's how it is, everyone, when you're getting old. So you young rippers out there, man, do what you can now because it hurts a lot <laughs> when, when you're older and you get up the next day. But All right, everyone, uh, that's going to be it. Um, don't know when we're going to do another one of these. Uh, hopefully really soon. Uh, so definitely check us out. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, YouTube. Just search E-Society and you'll get everything over there. Uh, we got a regular episode coming uh, later this weekend. Uh, I'm going to shoot over to Eureka. And uh, be, uh, my son and I, we're going to be over there with the Zisu. And we'll probably record uh, some stuff when we're there. So be on the lookout for that. So until then, everyone, just be safe out there. Uh, if you're going big, wear your pads, wear your helmets. But always remember to uh, rock hard, skate fast, and we'll see you guys next time. So until then, party on. Party on.